What is happening, party people, and welcome to Talking During Movies, the podcast where we take key moments and quotes from a film to drive a two-hour conversation, or sometimes, shit, man, we just talk. And that's what Scott and I did. You guys know Scott. You love Scott. He is one of the sponsors of Talking During Movies. He's got those amazing tactical six-pack carriers to uh, carry your beer around. He's got thinner ones for the ladies uh, who do the White Claws or the Trulies or whatever else. He's got beautiful... I mean, he is a master craftsman. He really is a master craftsman. And his work is, is uh, how would I put this? His tactical six-pack cans are amazing, but that's like entry-level stuff for what he does on larger scale. So listen, we were supposed to talk over evolution, David Duchovny, great alien film, very funny, you know, this biohazard that comes in, this new world that's built around them. Uh, it's, it's a great movie. But you know what? It's It really is. It's two guys who have become friends that are just kind of chatting. I'm super high, so I repeat myself a little bit. I apologize for that. But Scott's amazing, man. He carved out time on a, on a Friday night to chat with me, and I, I'm always honored and appreciative of that when uh, when someone does that, when they take time away from family to, uh, to spend with me. So that said, you guys, go check him out, colorblind.design on Instagram. We follow each other. There's Murph and Turf. You're going to see all of his great work. Uh, go check it out. Go buy a tactical six-pack if you can. Uh, they're not that expensive. I think they're like 30 bucks, right? So, you know, go get that done. If you're a company, a beer company, uh, for sure check out these uh, tactical six-pack carriers because let's get rid of bucket of beers and let's go to boxes of beers. You know what I'm saying, folks? So there it is. My boy Scott and I are going to chat. This was so much fun, man. Uh, we just, we talked, man. We're just two dads just uh, chatting away and having a good time. Oh, and also, before we get to the podcast, don't forget my friends at Dive Bar. All right? Dive Bar is kicking it. They're back. Man, they're opened. They are, what they're allowed to do is you get drinks to go. You're going to get some great tacos to go, fresh made tortillas. Go check them out. 1703 Guadalupe. Dive Bar and Lounge in Austin, Texas. Uh, DiveAustin.com is the website. Once again, they are on the Instagram as well at DiveAustin, so check them out. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. I appreciate you. I love you. Be good and enjoy the podcast. Cheers. happening oh man just uh living the dream here in the pandemic yeah in the <laughs> pandemic dude and the craziness man yeah it's it's something that's for sure it's a it's a change of life around here 
yeah you guys are it's um it's pretty it's a uh, it's pretty strict there i mean our governor is starting to lift a lot of stuff and uh it's a little more strict in california yeah gavin wants to keep everybody in their houses he likes it <laughs> <laughs> he likes to be able to see the mountains and no pollution goodness man yeah i, I mean it's crazy it's crazy yeah yeah. No, it's a, it's definitely a different way of life. Um, trying, you know, I, I get to get away and go to my shop because I'm pretty, I work alone. Um, mm. But my wife usually gets stuck here with the kids, you know, and trying to do schoolwork and be a teacher and do her job at the same time. And we're not teachers. It's crazy that they are expect they expect us to teach Common Core, and you're never taught Common Core. Yeah. And we didn't go to school for that. Like we've been told how important this job is. And then they're like, mom and dad can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All we hear is nothing but, you know, it's so hard to be a teacher. It's so hard to be a teacher and they're underpaid. But then they're like, Hey, why don't you guys just handle that from now on? Yeah. Yeah. That's just, it's, it's, it's nuts, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, our, I, we, Harper sees her teacher once on uh Monday for about a half hour, then on Friday for a half hour. Through not live, right? Just yeah, Zoom. One one Zoom. little Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It was just it's just dude, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I've I've listened in on on my older son's Zoom meetings and it's just a mess. I mean, the teacher has no control over 30 kids trying to talk all at the same time. Yeah, no, it's it's a nightmare. And you know, the, the I know, it's it's frustrating because it's just it's like you guys stop please you know i mean come on man let's get this stuff going yeah yeah no it's i don't know well I, we we feel really bad for our older son because he's in fifth grade so he's going into middle school next year it's like how is that going to work out with him basically not getting the education he should be right now and then going straight to sixth grade so it's going to be like is next year going to be Kind of like remedial year, kind of catch up for what you should have learned last year in class. How's that going to work? Or are they expecting the kids to basically walk into sixth grade and be like, "Huh, oh, you're sixth graders now. We're doing this." Yeah. So it's it'll be interesting to see how things go. Hopefully, they have a little bit of a you know like concern for the kids that aren't getting taught the way that they should. Or have yeah, I, I hope so, dude. I hope so. It's, I don't know. I'm with you, and it's it's frustrating, man. Because I don't know. I did, I didn't go to school. I'm I'm ha I'm, you know, I'm happy to do it if it needs to get done. But at the same time, it's just it's a little frustrating. I think there more efforts could be made for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, I can help my second grader for right now. I can handle his his work. With yeah. Him. Right. But. You know, like I was trying to teach him some math the other day, and he's like, "Oh, we gotta do bubbles over here and do this." I'm like, no, 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 we're just gonna solve the problem. Yeah, we're just gonna do the way we're supposed to do, and we're gonna solve this, and you're gonna get the answer. That's gonna be right. But that's all we're doing. We're not doing any uh, weird math that you guys are supposed to be doing. Yeah, no, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. Oddly enough, though, a lot of weird math or supposed pretend weird math in this movie. Have you seen this movie? I've never even heard of it. Are you kidding me? Never heard of it. Oh, dude. So, the great David Duchovny, X-Files. Yes. He is in this movie. 
uh, and he is, uh, you know, they uh, they come across as some aliens. But um, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 a, it's a funny. It's uh, kind of like a rom com meets space or something like that. Oh shit! A little drip on the computer. Um, but it's it's hilarious, dude. So well, but more or less. I mean, come on, we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know, I mean, I don't. Are you watching more TV now that you're? Uh, we're watching. Yeah, we're watching a lot more TV, but we're we're watching stuff that we missed and never, you know, like stopped to watch. Like we're just now getting into Community. Oh, it's nice. Kind of, I don't know, like I don't know how we missed that show. You know, back when it started, it's amazing. That's a great show. Yeah, it really is. It's a great show. Did you uh, watch Tiger King? Of course, we watched Tiger King. Everybody watched Tiger King, right? Dude, <laughs> it's fucking Tiger King, man. <laughs> but it just shows you as fucked up as you are there's way more fucked up people out there dude i mean there's and then there's like that's fuck and then they're like and then tiger king's like you do you think that's fucked up hold my beer hold on a second yeah, you know, let yeah. Me, i got a husband and then we brought another husband in <laughs> and, and then nobody's gonna shoot himself yeah and those two husbands are getting all the other girls pregnant it was I mean, it was like, so weird. But it was also like... Me? Can you see behind me? Uh, yeah. That's my brother. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to him. Are you sticking with the Pacifica? That's what you've been doing the last couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's refreshing to me these days. And then yeah. uh, I hit the beer aisle uh, today and grabbed a 12-pack of uh, Coors Original. I like that smell. Original Coors, huh? Yeah. That stuff gives me a headache. Does it really? Yeah. It, that, I can't do the, the, the banquet beer anymore. Oof. I, uh, I, can, I do them every once in a while only, but when I do them, man, it is because, you know, I, I just, that smell. And then yeah. it quickly ends. And then I got to go six months or so. Mm. Roll back to I've, it. I've got... I'm double fisting tonight, so I got some uh, ten barrel apocalypse. Ooh. I figured that was appropriate for tonight. Very nice. And then uh, a little bit of rum and coke. So, well played. I uh, I had uh, yeah, did a little uh, pizza earlier on, and then um, hung out with the kid for a little bit. Got her all nice and snuggled, and then cracked some beers and ready to go. It's been a. It's, it's nine o'clock your time. So. Yeah. Yep, just uh, rolling through the evening, man. Getting closing out a a silly, silly week of of uh, nonsense, if you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess you know. Number one, do you believe in aliens, Scott? <laughs> I believe there's got to be something else out there. There's got to be. We can't be the only thing floating around in space on a little rock. There's got to be something out there. About as far as I believe, I I used to work with a guy whose uh, mother-in-law, I believe, was abducted like 50 times. Yeah, and she goes to all of the alien cons and all that. What? Yeah, yeah. He he was special. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, going to grandma's house? No. Yeah, no. No. So she apparently she's well known in the alien community. Wow. 
you know that's a that's i don't think that's a good thing right yeah you know i don't i don't think it i don't is. know how that works like if you're bored on a thursday night you're like yeah, i'm gonna go outside and see what happens you know keep our hand up just be like huh yeah i don't <laughs> i was uh i try to um you know it's part of me wants to believe just because i think you would it's it's you know it's got to be there man i mean come on there's if you're saying there's all these galaxies boom 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 okay then we're not the only ones and that's okay i don't care i mean star wars has taught us that there's other galaxies out there right that's right you know there's just other stuff going on and you know it's uh i don't know man i'm i'm all for it i'm just i think i'm more for it than anything else you believe in uh in bigfoot social distancing champion of the world <laughs> uh bigfoot's a, that one I'm, i have a hard time believing that there's just this big furry thing living in the woods that nobody sees and the, you know like, our woods aren't that big anymore you know? <laughs> <True. laughs> maybe maybe early you know 1800s when there were, we weren't all as developed yeah maybe yeah that was probably just old uncle henry though just kicking it out in the woods or just you know, a big, big bear. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh. Or just a bear that just would rather look at you and run away than come and attack you. Yeah, dude, it's crazy, man. I don't know. I don't. I can't. I've been up in the mountains too much. I mean, I was up in Northwest Montana. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of woods up there. Yeah, I mean, you would, you <laughs> would think you'd see a Sasquatch up there, right? The one time someone thought they saw a Sasquatch, it was a guy in a ghillie suit trying to scare people. And the lady who saw him ran him over with her truck. <laughs> Served him right. <laughs> <laughs> she imagined some little dickhead pops out. He's like, Rah! and she does it with her truck. Well, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the thought process to get to yourself into that predicament. Yeah, you deserve to get your ass ran over. <laughs> little asshole <laughs> she's like fuck <laughs> new local hero running assholes over <laughs> just oh man could you imagine some of the complaints you're like no man not the time to complain no no yeah. no 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 you don't piss Martha <laughs> off man okay listen she'll fuck Karen up all right <laughs> <laughs> She oh, will, man. she will, man. Those, oof, yeah. So, I mean, what else is out there? Loch Ness? Yeah, Loch Ness out there. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, you know, Loch Ness can't, can't get behind that. Uh, there's yeah. the, um, the, uh, what's the one? The Abominable Snowman? Oh, uh, yeah, Yetis. Yetis? Yetis, yeah. And pass. Yeah, I got a pass, too. Uh, sounds too much like a, a another thing called a polar bear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, something else full of you know white fur that'll just fuck you up. Yeah, they're like it's got <laughs> polar bear. No, 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 no. This, this, no, no, fur, this those are definitely Baba. yeti claws that fucked this guy up. Yeah, so that's Bob <laughs> was a big man. <laughs> You're like, no, okay, <laughs> all right. Was it what? No, 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 no. And people get scared, man. Polar bears, they're one of the few um, animals that will hunt a man. When they, oh. when they smell the man, they'll, they'll, they're on the prowl. They're going out after it. Oh, they can smell for miles, too. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll track your ass down. Well, there's not much out there. It's all desolate. So, you know, they get a scent. Got to go for it. Have to. 
have to go for it. I mean, it's just, there was a, I heard about this, it was a crazy story. This uh, pastor was telling me about how they get pelts for wolves and for polar bears. And so they'll go out and they'll get a live chicken and they'll drain its blood into a bucket. And then they'll put a knife in that blood. They'll, they'll, they'll pour the blood on that knife. Just dip it in, mm-hmm. set it in the freezer. And then they do that for like 40 straight days. Dip it in, set it in the freezer. Then they go out in the tundra and they bury that blade up. And then the wolf or the polar bear will come by and start licking. And as it licks, it starts drinking its own blood. And it's so enraged with the taste and desire for blood that they bleed to death. That sounds like entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's a fucked up way to die. <laughs> You're just like, that's delicious. <laughs> Jesus. I know. And then someone's like, but look at my jacket. It's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. But no, not a whole lot. Where's the, where's the sport in that? <laughs> this jacket took me 40 days of work. Could you imagine, though, you did like, only froze at 29 days polar bear walks by licks the side of it goes nope sorry bitch no no not ready yet moves on <laughs> seen like, 11 days yeah Talk. <laughs> just that'd be fantastic they're like well damn it patience patience man <laughs> go, go enjoy yourself we'll see you in a couple weeks dude what are you doing? Getting ready for hunting season. Oh, damn it. Be a long wait. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool that you figured out a way that the animals just hunt themselves, though. Yeah, that's kind of weird, for sure. I feel like governors are trying to figure that out right now with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put a, a pack of toilet paper out in the parking lot with a little blood on it. Dude, just, man. I think it was weird because they were uh, until our governor opened up. Uh, so it was it came out. So we're opening up Texas uh, in stages, and this is how we're doing it. Man, oh man, it was getting tense out there. People just I'm like, yeah. calm down, man. Be nice. It's all good. Yeah, I just heard that California is looking at opening, but you're gonna you're basically gonna have to wear a face mask anywhere you go if you're out and about now. Yeah, that's how it is here right now. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Cause I'm like, oh. and I don't even know what constitutes a, what's going to constitute as a face mask, like just anything covering your mouth. Well, and you know who doesn't have to wear face masks? It's kind of weird, but like, you know, the most susceptible people, the homeless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they have to walk around with like a sleeve over their face or something. Just, you know, and if they don't, out. right? I mean, then what? You can't bring them into the prison because they might have corona. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, I was trying to figure out the whole prison thing. Like, how are you going to isolate, you know, that many people? And that would be as I was when this first happened. I was like, I was thinking you know, like schools, prisons. Well, they closed down the schools, but the prisons. Trying to figure out how they're handling the isolation there. Yeah, I know. I think that I mean they're trying to blow out low-level criminals, just 
Get him out of there. Yeah, I heard one guy. There was a Yahoo clip that one guy got released and then went and killed somebody the next day. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I just saw that. I think this morning he got Corona released and then went and probably finished the job he started to get in there in the first place. See, just you know, people just you know take something that's like the dude who was selling weed, get him out of there, right? The guy, the guy who hit a girl, the guy who hit the girl. Keep them in there, and then you know. Yeah, he can stay. You know, the bad people can stay. The weed dealers, you know, they're just going to calm everyone down during this time. So they'll put it on their pizza like oregano, a little extra oily <laughs> pepperoni. <laughs> it's funny to hear you talk about, you know, like weed dealers because it's not an issue here. It's it's legal here, so we don't have that problem anymore. Oh, that's right. But, yeah, and we <laughs> I was in the car the other day, drove right past this guy, just walking down the street with his bong in his hand, just <laughs> having a great day. Just loving it. <laughs> There's man. no laws anymore. There's no laws, dude. You guys, uh, what? Um, didn't Oakland also just um decriminalize mushrooms? Uh, yeah, mushrooms are they're legit now, they're legal. Now it's just like, where do you want to go on vacation? Well. Three or four grams, you can go kind of anywhere. Go wherever you want, That's wherever right. my mind will take me. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> That's well, one. That's one I don't think I'll mess with. As legal as it gets, and I'm good. You're you're good. I think yeah. I, I, yeah, I like. I don't. I don't want to trip on mushrooms. I don't think I'm good with the weed. I've done. Uh, I've done the acid, which was all that. They've all been fun. Like have a really good times. Some expensive uh, food bills, but good times. Like one time, <laughs> dude, we were, <laughs> my buddies and I, we were in LA and we're out in this patio and uh, we're just sitting around and we ordered some food and we, we dropped probably two hours prior and it's starting to hit us. And texture's a real big deal. And I was not thinking, and we went to a burger joint. You can't eat a hamburger when you're on acid, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude! Every sound it was like the so... texture in your mouth, or just oh yeah, it? the texture in your mouth, like the little tiny things just popping. It's just it's so just granules of the burger. Oh, oh yeah, so weird. So we set the burgers down, but then she she walked by with some fries. So all we've been doing is drinking. No one's touched a bite of food, and she walked by with fries, and I was like, "Hey, can I order some fries?" And she's like, sure, okay. So she brings out the fries and I'm watching the steam, but we're sitting outside. So the steam action is not happening for very long. <laughs> so I keep ordering fries. <laughs> we have like 10 plates of fries. And one of my friends who was not on that, it's like, what the fuck is going on? I go, I like the steam. She goes, give me, give me, 20, give me $20. I was like, okay. Tells the waitress, just keep putting these in the microwave and bringing them out. That's all they want. <laughs> to to Steve. That's awesome. <laughs> it was just nuts. So <laughs> we did that. That was that was a fun one. That was, you know, that shrooms. Uh, I was with a buddy of mine. And we did some shrooms uh, right before a meeting. So we'll South by Southwest probably four years ago, five years ago. 
and you know they do these parties and meetings kind of all in one and we go to this office and before like probably an hour before we each drew it, uh, ate five grams of uh, shrooms and uh that a lot yeah it's quite it's kind of a heavy dose and we walk in and all of a sudden like my feet get really warm and my head gets really cold it's only like one of those advil liquid commercials where the two things collide but they kind of collide oh, yeah. in the they middle mix, but they just kind of like uh, yeah. split off each other yeah and i'm just like oh shit because it felt like at first i pissed my pants and i was like what the <laughs> And I realized that he's like, dude, it just hit. And I'm like, yeah, man. And then it starts, the wave started, it felt really weird. So we go, we grab a beer, and then these guys take us into this room. It's a plexiglass room where one wall is velvet. And we are just rubbing the wall. We were leaning back on the wall, rubbing it. And then the guys left. We got the deal. They texted over the contract. Uh, and uh, and you worked on a deal that high, huh? mm-hmm. and they walk out. And I said, "We'll send the girl in to uh, bring you some more beers." Well, it's plexiglass, and we don't see like a door opening, so we think they're walking through walls. <laughs> so I just keep bringing the the waitress in to bring us more beers because we're trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of there. And finally, she goes, you guys, you got to go. And we're just like, yeah, I'd love to, but I can't walk through walls. And she's like, oh, Jesus. She had to walk us out of the building because there's like three different glass walls. <laughs> it was so fucking confusing. It was, oh, man. Yeah, it was a fun night, though. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, you know, you just got to make, make sure, you know, you're in the right state of mind. Uh, it's... uh I've, I've seen people when they've had a bad day and, you know, or a bad week or they're upset in some capacity and they take uh, a hallucinogenic of, of any kind, you know, it's, I mean, it's tough, man. It's, uh, they, uh, it doesn't go well. The, the, uh, the trip does not go well at all. That's for sure. My biggest problem with weed is every time I've wanted to do it, it's because mm-hmm. I'm drunk. <laughs> And so I don't know what being, you know, smoking weed not drunk is like, but smoking weed drunk, great. (laughs) I basically just go right to sleep. Yeah, right. I mean, you can, um, uh, let's see, I've done it, you know, drunk. I I do mostly, I just mostly eat it. Oh, edibles, yeah. Yeah. Never tried edibles. It's different, you know. But it makes me just feel it's just really nice and light and just just roll yeah, right I, through. I use a CBD oil that's got five to ten percent THC in it every night. Oh, nice! And that just shut, that shuts my mind off. And you know, like three good puffs on it, and about three minutes later, my mind stops and I just go to sleep. Because I have a problem if if I run out of it, I'll sit there for like three or four hours telling myself to go to sleep, but then I'm like. Oh, but then I can think about this project, and then I can think about this project. And I mean, it's it's great because I've come out with a lot of my great ideas, and you know, how to figure something out in the middle of the night. But then I'm not sleeping. So I hit that. I go right to sleep. It's been an amazing thing for me. Love the CBD. Yeah, I love the CBD as well. I'm with you. I uh, when I run out, I don't I don't sleep well, so I'll stay up late. 
you know, like you and be like, man, I should be asleep or I should be, but there's always grab this, check this data point out, do this, do this. And then I go to sleep, be 1130 and then 4 a.m. I'm awake, you know, just hanging out right there. And just like, all right, come back out. You, you wake up early anyways, right? Yeah, I do. It's just, yeah, it's, um, but during times like these, man, where it's just weird. It's just, it's, you know, I, uh, I don't get as much sleep. I'm just always checking on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, know, it, it it is a, it's a weird time. Like shit, the other day I was, I needed to go somewhere and I was like, I went to get in the car. I'm like, I can't take a beer with me. Can I? Can I take a beer with me? Yeah. I'll take a beer with me. (laughs) It's like no laws right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I don't even see cops out anymore. You know, they're just, they're taking care of what they need to take care of and leaving everybody else alone. They're being, unless they're being a complete asshole on the road, but uh, we're just kind of doing our thing now. Yeah. Yeah. They're just kind of like, Hey, uh, stay home. And um, yeah, if you go to your neighbors, cool, but you know, just be careful. You're like, okay. Yeah, we've had happy hour with our neighbors across the fence, you know, just, we we do driveway beers still. We're just a little, you know, we're farther apart, obviously. But it's, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's crazy, man. I mean, the 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 hard. I think the hard part or the weird part is is the the uh, lack of contact. You know, uh, uh, people thrive on that, and it's a big yeah. deal. I mean, even just you know, greeting each other, hugging each other saying goodbye, all that, you know, it's, and it's tough for, um, especially like older people. Like I go, go to my shop and my grandma's out there, you know, I don't, she lives on the property and she doesn't, she gets it, but she doesn't get it, you know, and she wants to come up and give me a hug every day. I'm like, uh, I, I don't mind because I feel like I'm, I don't have an issue. Um, but I don't want her to be affected. You know, she's 85. I don't, I don't need her getting sick because something that I brought in. Um, so it's just like trying to, trying to explain to her like all the time, Hey, um, maybe we shouldn't hug. You know? And then, you know, like today I, I took my kids out there and they were just riding bikes all day, but you know, they wanted to go in and see great grandma, great grandpa. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's leave them alone in the house. It's tough to try to explain that. And, and, you know, pretend like we're living normal lives yeah Yeah, and i don't like this whole thing like this is the new normal um no no this is not this is not no it's normal for this month and hopefully maybe two months but i don't want this to be new normal no not at all it's uh yeah it's it's i don't know it's so just uh disappointing uh with people being like okay well we have you know i mean listen we're connecting with zoom right now obviously but the 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 fact that someone would want this to be preferred communication and in the way people meet discuss things no yeah no 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 well i am meeting a hell of a lot more neighbors now during this Mm -hmm. than i did before because everybody's out walking around walking their dogs and we get out a lot more than we used to and you know we've run into i would say three or four families that are actually really cool that we never would have met if we didn't you know nice. so that's that's one cool of it 
Yeah. Um, I, we, you know, like two nights ago, me and a couple of buddies did a Zoom meeting. So we all got together and drank for three hours and got ridiculous. <laughs> so, and that's stuff that wouldn't happen before. So there is a there is a cool aspect, and you know we may continue doing that because you know one one of my buddies he lives up above uh, Sacramento, lives in Rockland. Another one that was on the meeting he lives in Fairfield. So none of us live really close to each other. It's sure, few and far between to see each other. So getting together like that is fun, and it's something we'll probably continue doing. You know, biweekly or something like that. Keep in touch. But, you know. Yeah, and I just, you know, I, I think it's, I think there's a good point to it. And I think there's a point where it's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a, um, remembering, you know, figuring out how to embrace and do that. And then, but also to your point about connecting, I mean, that's the best part about that, right? Is the connecting. I mean, no, you know, I it's, it's, it's that. You I know, miss it, people. Yeah. We've uh, Taylor and I have always had kind of like the party house. We've got the the perfect backyard. We've got the sunroom where we play beer pong. We've always had you know barbecues weekly and have everybody over. And it's tough not having anybody. But you know, we kind of threw it out there. As soon as this is all over and we can all commune again, I want to do a uh, you know just do a fat ass barbecue and everybody bring a tent. You know, and just sleep in the backyard. See, that's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So you are, I, I miss that part, you know, and I'm, we're, we've always played softball, you know, we've always had two or three softball teams a year going. Uh-huh. That's not happening. So I don't see my buddies right now doing that. Just missing out on a lot of things. The kids are supposed to start soccer. That's not happening. You know, just all the community stuff that we're used to having is gone. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. These are, you know, they're, uh, they're challenging and, and weird times. And there's a part of me that's just like, Hey man, we just, we got to get it over with. Um, and it's just for a lot of reasons, but you know, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't think we've quite understood uh, the ramifications of um, or impact of, of the human spirit that kind of this can have, you, you know? Uh, oh yeah that where it's just, it can be a little bit tough. So, you know, but uh, I, we're, we'll rally through, you know, and uh, as we rally through and have some fun, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, we're uh, at the same time and we're resilient people and our resiliency is, is shown not just in uh, who we are, what we do, but our kids and what they do and uh, the people that are around us. So. Absolutely. Well, uh, we'll get it done. That's for sure. I was a, uh, chatting back and forth with matt how's he he's, doing he's doing all right man you know they're just waiting for everything to open up uh yeah. it's kind of a bummer with um you know i think it's cool that restaurants can deliver alcohol but i also think it's pretty screwed up that bars weren't able weren't extended that same option yeah absolutely so I'm not saying that Matt would be delivering alcohol, but I mean, he could have had that option. The option to make some money. You know, see what, see what was uh, available to do. But I mean, you know, past that, they're doing good. They did a little GoFundMe. We, uh, uh, gave and are, they, are they still having to pay rent and, and do, you know, that part of the business? And or the, that's why I keep wondering, are, are landlords kind of 
giving in or you're not demanding the money for the rent some are times like this yeah some are just saying hey can we come to an agreement and then we'll tack it on you know on a base at the end of a certain period you know as business grows back or however that looks so i mean i think the landlords have to unless they didn't like that tenant right unless they just yeah they have to kind of come up with a an agreement so it's going to work for everybody yeah and I've heard that from quite quite a few people. So, you know, that's uh, it's 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 um, it's tough, man. It's I think all those people are as uh, as they're pushing through. You know, it's. I mean, what would happen if they weren't like they'd kick them out, and then it would take you know however long this is going to take, and then however long it takes to get a tenant in and start a business before they get paid. So it's kind of the best of the whole you know thing going on is just to let them and continue business when he can yeah i mean you know, it's, it's, i'm sure there's you know pressure from everyone that when they come back they want things back to normal right they want to see the same businesses they want to see the same barista uh yeah which do you think do you think when this is all somewhat said and done do you think it's going to snap back to the way it was or do you think it's going to be like you know, we really enjoy cooking in nowadays. We're not going to go out three times a week anymore. Um, I think uh, I think that part of things will go back to normal. And what I mean by that is the restaurants, I think they're going to be full. I think they're going to be fine. Um, but the uh, the gathering holes, the bars, I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, I think movie theaters. And then I'm sure you guys have like kid zones there where there's like dodgeball or laser tag and the big arcade and yeah, the jump places and all that. Yeah. I mean, I think those are going to be greatly impacted. Um, it's just uh, because it's just quantity of people and, and diversity of people and randomness and uh, uncon you know, they're, they're uncontrollable if, if you will. Right. And so I think those are going to be the places that, you know, potentially could get hurt. And it's, we just don't, I don't know, man, it's, it's hard. It's hard because I don't think people saw the, the picture of everything in, um, in not just what, not like woe is business, but people going hungry, you know, mm -hmm. people's credit scores getting destroyed. Yeah. You know, also, well, people losing their jobs. I mean, I know well, I have multiple multiple friends who are just out of work now. You know, my wife was very close to that happening. And luckily, things changed. Or she got pulled into another division. Um, we could have been in that same boat where we all of a sudden we're living off of credit cards and screwing everything up. It's super easy for that to happen. It's crazy that basically we're seeing. We're basically seeing kind of the weaknesses in our in our own lives throughout all this. Mm -hmm. you know, like one little thing can happen, and within a week, your whole life can change. Uh, you know, as as sure as we were about our ourselves and how we were very comfortable with me quitting my job and going full time with the the company that I started. Um, how quickly that can all just be taken away. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And 
just it's it's a it's a wake up call for sure yeah it's you know and uh you know some people get laid off and they'll go through every hoop they'll try every angle and they won't get alone they won't get you know they won't they won't get unemployment there will be all those things and then you think about you go a step further think about the people that go to meetings whether it's mental health or drugs or alcohol or oh yeah they don't have those anymore you know um, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure they could do you know zoom um i was thinking about this you know we have a we have a friend who's a lawyer and he's talking about how you know even for him you, you always think lawyers make a lot of money but he's like i'm not making money because the courts are closed yeah you know, I, I can't i can't go to court i can't go to trial and i that means i can't bill you know for this and this and this and i was just trying to think on the bright side but i was like yeah but looks like two months into the into the future you know everybody's been stuck in the house with their spouses they're gonna be tired of each other so people are gonna <laughs> come to you for divorce <laughs> you know right. so I wait out the two months and you'll be good again. You'll be having fun. Come on now. You'll be getting those divorces. You'll <laughs> be all right, buddy. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of it. Was, I, I, it's, that's such a popular topic. I, I, somewhere I read this article on why, is now, why now is the best time to get a divorce. Because your money's so low, the value of the assets you have are so low, you may be out of a job, so your alimony would be super low. It's, it's kind of a perfect support. storm for a divorce. Yep. Yep, all yeah. that, just perfect storm. And so, you, you know, they're like, if you're thinking about it, now's the time. They're like, if you're thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pondering. Damn it, you know. I'm just waiting for one blow up away. We're one blow up away from it. One more time. Drives me <laughs> One more time. I swear to God, I'm going to file a fucking divorce. Okay? I'm telling you. <laughs> the gray sock of the gray sock. It's not the gray and the black. God bless. It's two colors. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're Carol Baskin, then he just doubts your husband in starting oil and throwing the tiger. Very specific. Very, very on point. Uh, you know, you just put an animal scent on them or a meat scent, I guess, you know, um, or I don't know how, um, you would kill someone is probably the best answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sardine. They love sardines. Yeah. Love how, would you get a, how would you get a cat to eat a person? I don't know. It's, I, I really want them to just learn to love to eat the meat. Uh, let's say, you know, calf, <laughs> hindquarters. Be a Don. You know, it's like, or Don. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that guy's dead, bro. He was eaten, eaten alive. I, I just, I love how it's been unsolved for this many years, and now it's just like out in the open. It's funny as hell. And and now Florida's like, shit. You know what? We are going to keep investigating this. And if anyone has a tip, <laughs> no, now, like, please. Get Please call. We really need this solved. We don't need to look any more incompetent than we already are. <laughs> Fucking Florida. No, I was thinking um, movie that you should be doing pretty soon because it's, it's kind of relative to what the Demolition Man. Ooh, Demolition Man. You thought about that? Yeah. Got, 
it's kind of got the whole, you know, no toilet paper. Everybody's, they deal with the three shells. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't, they don't touch. You know, it's all virtual now. Mm-hmm. Um, going to Taco Bell is a big deal. <laughs> it's kind of right in the whole pandemic wheelhouse right there oh my gosh i like how uh, in california weed is an essential um it's an essential market there man it is oh yeah do not shut down the weed the weed stores yeah they're like we'll give you all of our guns do not shut down the weed stores <laughs> Just, i need gas station snacks and weed stores Right. and and liquor so you can't shut down the liquor stores oh no well so like 50 54 bump in alcohol sales yeah the led by the lion's share of alcohol sales in the u.s texas nice Congratulations. Yeah. yeah we're number one in um in alcohol sales since the pandemic a lot of titos a lot of Tito's, a lot of beers, a lot of beers. I'm, I'm responsible for a lot of that, but it's, you know, cranking this stuff out, having fun, man. It's... I, I did see the other day, my buddy uh, Terry Black is shipping nationwide now. Yeah. Yep. Might be ordering some ribs soon. You're going to get some ribs? Those are amazing ribs. They're pretty good, man. They are pretty good. Hell Yeah. Yeah, there's um, you can get a lot of that stuff now. They are trying their best to get everything out that they can, for sure. Just I'm just happy it. they're still smoking their asses off. That is some amazing food. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are. Um, they're doing great. They're, I mean, I went. I was going to go by uh, there the other day, and they're like, "Did you pre-order?" Because <laughs> well, two, two days, two, two days at least. Get the plan ahead. Yeah, I'm like, I don't plan ahead. Come on now. These guys are raking it in. I love and it. We went, so after, after Taylor and I were in Austin back in October, was the last time I was on this podcast, um, we went to Terry Black's on our last day in Austin. I think you told us about it. We had a few other people tell us Terry Black's is the place to go. So we, we scoot our asses down there and uh, had an amazing meal. It was I pride myself on being a good smoker slash barbecue guy, but blew my ass out of the water. <laughs> those, those guys do amazing work. They do. They are, dude, they're so, so legit. They really are. It's, it's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the way they have it all set up, you just kind of wander through. And it, I mean, at the same time, it screws you because you're like, oh, I want that. And then I want that. And we're doing that. And, you know, I'll take a hat on the way through. And <laughs> I'm going to need at least three beers for this meal. So let me stop here in the cold aisle. And, oh, my God. It was, it was literally one of the best meals I've ever had. That's I mean, awesome. I, I have to say, every meal we had in Austin was amazing. You guys had some of the best food. We do pretty good, man. I'm... Uh... Where you know we I get bummed out when we don't uh you know th- situations like this happen because it's uh you know they're doing some are doing to go food and stuff, but it's limited menus, so you try to you want to go and help and support and do some stuff but it's uh you know I, I miss some of it that's for sure you know uh there's a couple spots that are pretty pretty tasty that 
the the menu is just so small, you know. It's, and I'm like, dang. But I'll still go grab, you know, want a burger. It's like I'll just go to my okay, buddy's yeah. place. No, they they're shut down right now. Are they all the way shut down? Yeah, dude, that's such a good burger. That sucks. Such a good burger. No, yeah. I got my other buddy's spot just to just to support him. Cruise all the way up there. Gotta eat it in my car like a savage. <laughs> do you tell your wife you're going or do you just go and eat in the car and then be like, go. hey, so what's for dinner? Come back just greasy. Hi. <laughs> you go buy drugs? No. <laughs> yes, no. that's a drug. Some sugar, a white bun. Use mayonnaise. It's good crispier that way. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't done a lot of eating out. Um, Taylor's been making some amazing food. She came up with this. Uh, I, I've been asking, but she finally figured out the Nashville, the hot Nashville chicken sandwich. Such a good sandwich. Really? Dude. The spicy that's... slaw. Oh, man. Nice. We've had that a few times. It's, it may be my, my favorite thing that she makes now. And then like, we'll wake up and she'll be like, What do you want for breakfast? I'm like, A hot chicken sandwich. What? <laughs> the fat guy. <laughs> Dude, that sounds delicious. I got my daughter hooked because they were out of all the other breads. So I got her hooked on those Hawaiian uh Hawaiian Oh the Hawaiian rolls. rolls. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we have a club size thing of Hawaiian rolls. Legit. Oh, so my daughter's like that. Dad, do a uh ham and cheese sandwich, Hawaiian roll, toast the bun. Like yeah. Yeah. Boom. What do you want for uh, lunch? A ham and cheese sandwich, wine roll, <laughs> bun. Hey, Daddy, hit the meat this time. I like them melting your cheese. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just everything. Everything just does not care because she's addicted to them. And then I don't feel like I have to rush out and uh, get um, bread when someone says it's available mm -hmm. because she's just like, no, let's take the Hawaiian rolls. I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah they're no, always like there. Love the rolls. And Taylor started slicing a little X into each one of them mm -hmm. and dripping uh, melted butter and garlic into it and, and putting that in the oven. Ooh. Oh, you want to take it to a whole nother level? That is oh, legit. Dude. That sounds good. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's a uh, pandemic cooking right there at best. Some good shit, man, I tell you. I'm, I've, I bought that. Uh, I bought a bike just so that I could try to fight off all this eating and drinking that I'm doing. Trying to pop out. Yeah, we oh. started a we we started a, a um push up challenge. I lasted two days. <laughs> <laughs> we started strong. We started at a hundred a day. And after I did the first day, I kind of muscled my way through the second day, but I was sore as hell. I and bet. then I was sore for like two days and couldn't even move my arms. I'm like, you know what guys, I'm done. Just like listen. out, <laughs> and then the other yesterday, oh no, on uh on Wednesday we were doing a Zoom meeting with a couple friends, and I was drunk. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna throw out there that I did 103 push-ups today. Texted that out there, and like they're all like, oh, good job, Scotty. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in it virtually. I did it. Yes, <sighs> I like it. Dude, that I don't. I, I was was I. I got into one of those challenges or something. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, man. I. Uh, 
I think I, forget. I think it's the right way to do it. Like if you have pressure from your friends, but you can't start off at a hundred and expect to maintain that every day. Yeah, you have to have. I, I say like start off at like let's start off at twenty. I can I can handle twenty, maybe, and then uh, and then you know like four days later, all right, now let's bump it up to to forty. Well, starting off at hundred, let's say twenty one. Okay, yeah, yeah, twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> they are a pain in the ass, though. They are, man. Oh no, yeah, I don't like them. I got no. suckered up on the stage in Mexico one time. I had to do push-ups with a little with a chick on my back. I, think I did fifteen. That was a lot younger back then. Damn, man! And I, I still didn't win. Some <laughs> other guy just kind of rocked it out. He's a little freak. <laughs> end of that day after that yeah buck push-ups all right not to no, mention no. I, I think i did while i was waiting for all the other guys to go i think i did probably like 15 shots in between me doing push-ups and then the next thing i had to do that was a fucking mess that night oof damn yeah, like some guy at the table next to me he just kept feeding me shots he's like here do another do another i'm like oh, okay wow yeah Dude, that's craziness, man. We uh whew, that is uh that's a little nuts. I like those though. There was a, Yeah, no, those are the, those are the nights that you can't plan. You know, shit just happens and you just roll with it. And then uh what happened? My my brother my brother was at the place next door. Somehow when we all get in the van to go back to the hotel, he's more fucked up than I am. <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> I, I and I never asked what his story was for that night because it had to be way better than my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, those are, we've, um, my buddies and I went out one night and we were just having fun and I got separated from him and I was gambling and started winning and I, st I started chatting with this cat and uh, it was, they were about two tables away. And they thought it was Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that that actor. <laughs> and I'm chatting with him and chatting with him, and we end up, you know, I see my buddies finally, and I'm like, all right, buddy, I gotta go. And anyways, go back. Uh, we're chatting, we're drinking, we're having a good time. And I walk through, and I realize that it happened twice in my drunk mind, which means maybe I heard something and associated it, but it was all wrong. But I, uh, I heard a, a win as I pushed my hand towards someone. And uh, so I, I kept walking and I did it again and it happened again. And then finally went to do it one more time, but I actually just slapped the lady's head right into the machine and then that hit bet and she won. <laughs> so there's the one win, but it was more hands on. And I kept saying, bless you, bless you. And and then I took a step and I went, oh no. And I was hammered. And my buddies turned around and uh, I haven't worn underwear since I was like, you know, junior high. And my pants fell down. I just lost a bunch of weight and my pants fell down. And I was like, look, I'm a runway model. And they're just like, Jay, pull your pants up. I'm like, I can't get down there. You guys are going to have to pull them up for me. And they're just trying to, like, I'm not pulling. No, I can't, but no, I'm on the side. No. You're on your own, bro. Dude, we're in a casino. Did not get thrown out. 
you know wow dude it was crazy i was it was a good five minutes until some people came by and got my pants up (laughs) and then there was was one time good for you waiting that five minutes though dude one time we were uh we were gambling what was i playing i was gonna play like three card you know horrible odds i started winning and i won a ton i was up like i don't know 1200 bucks and uh we're in one of the casinos and we're walking into uh we're gonna get to drink somewhere and uh, across the the walkway was a magic shop walk in and i see a pink gorilla suit buy it on the spot get my pink gorilla as you suit. should as you should Why wouldn't you? pink gorilla suit where I put it in a box, it's in, they got this crazy box. I'm like, dude, this thing is huge. I had no idea what I had bought. So I've got a shopping bag and I'm carrying that thing around. I'm gambling and still winning. And we ended up partying late that night and having a lot of fun. And then uh, I go back downstairs, gamble some more, win some more, win some more. Look, I about three, four thousand bucks on me. They're like, all right, buddy, you are, you're, you're too drunk. Got to get out of here get in a cab and I kind of know where my buddy lives kind of guys driving me around driving me around he's like hey man I'm done I'm like dude I have plenty of money he's like no no like I'm off the clock like you <laughs> you ran him out I'm like fuck I'm trying to walk around this neighborhood now every Vegas house looks exactly the same oh, he actually yeah. just let you out you said get out yeah oh that was I, I uh I was cold so I put on my pink gorilla suit to stay warm so I'm walking through this neighborhood with a pink gorilla suit, gloves, top, carrying the head and the pants. And now it's what, like five in the morning? Yeah, five, five thirty in the morning. I get to find my buddy's house. And I sneak in through their doggy door. <laughs> with the suit on. With the suit on. Fall you must asleep. have a big ass dog. Fall asleep. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Fall asleep. <laughs> On the couch with just thousands of dollars draped across me. His wife comes down and just screams. Like, ah! Dude, it was it was a nightmare. I don't know how I got through that doggy door. There was That's fur. impressive. Yeah. There was pink fur on it for sure. It was uh <laughs> just shredded some of the hair off of it. Oh you yeah. saw poor suit i don't know i don't um uh, so i uh i remember sharing the story with a reporter and that i uh indycar reporter and she was going to be in uh la and we were going to meet up and she was going to borrow the suit for some sideline reporting but i don't think i gave it to her uh if i recall like she's gonna be on the side of the track and just wearing the suit yeah yeah but I can't remember if I gave it to her or not. I think I can't remember. So I either lost it because I gave it to her. And then shortly after she left that and moved to Indiana and became like a morning anchor for their number one station, number one city. I don't know. I feel like you you're just like one tweet away from knowing what happened to it. Yeah, we, we I guess we talk on Instagram. She's married and got a kid. I think it'd be weird to be like, hey, where my pink girl? <laughs> Can I get that? Can I get that back? <laughs> hey, 
I know you kept it. It's got my musk. By the way, can you FedEx that to me? Because I have an event I'm going to need that for. Yeah, please. Pretty. Please. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Did you see uh, how uh, crazy I'm watching the, this uh, evolution? is just so weird, dude. It's just. It's actually not on my screen. Is it not on your screen? It is not. I'm sharing the screen. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just enjoying you. Oh, you're the best. There's, well, there's just, it's just, it's, dude, you're higher on shrooms. It's a great movie to watch because this rock, <laughs> this rock hits planet Earth, drills into the ground. And a whole ecosystem starts growing underneath the earth of all these little alien insects and, and they're bigger and stronger and crazier. And uh, yeah, they're trying to figure out what's going on as they're invading a town. It was, it was on for a second, and, but it says I'm viewing your screen, but it's just a black screen. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know what that said. Gotta figure that out. Got to figure that out, but it's a uh, yeah, it's David Duchovny, and it's uh, you know, it's a weird one though. All the they do a great yeah, job with special effects, it. special effects with the. So, uh, so is this a, is this one that you you've seen and you like and? Yeah, I, I do. I um, it's one of those that uh, they do the. It's um, I'm trying to think what else the guy did. They've got I mean they've, Orlando Bloom, I think, is the other guy oh. uh, that's in this. Um, but you no, know, it's quirky, fun. It's just kind of campy, and especially on times like this, when you just want something, when you, you can't, when you, when you can't watch you can't H- take it too because, seriously. Yeah, because those guys really believe it, you know. And it's like, there's a guy with a helmet. I'm like, maybe Bob's just a shitty artist. A <laughs> contractor, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if someone builds a gate. And only half the fucking gate opens. Are they just like in the future? Are they going to go? Yeah. See, that's how gates worked back then, because that gate lasted the longest. I mean, it's it, someone could be bad at art. It also it could have been a really good comic book. Yeah. We don't know. So every time I build a gate, I'm just happy when it opens. You know, I'm gonna use that if it doesn't though. The next time I I sell a gate to something and it doesn't open, like uh, that's the way it used to be back in the day. You just have a retro style gate. Retro style gate. I mean, I can listen. I can modify it. You know what? Um, it's kind of like taking a. If if you want it to open all the way, I guess I'll fix it. <laughs> kind of ruins the fucking aesthetic, but no, no. Yeah, I, mean, your I was going. I was going for this theme of retro, and now you screwed it all up. So I guess I'll have it operational for you. Yeah. Just give me a minute, okay? Can I get a minute Wait to mourn? Karen, you just screwed up my whole plan. Okay. Just a minute to mourn would be nice. Just a fucking <laughs> minute. Uh, oh, goddamn glare. Great. <laughs> just, just bit. They're like, you know, you really think you should keep it? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got no vision. I don't need my work associated with someone with lack of vision. So open it all. <laughs> You've just ruined it all. Yeah, and uh, your heart Happy tells me. Have a drink and stuff. So I'm glad your checkbook speaks louder than your heart because I am. <laughs> this is now a change order. 
<laughs> increase a little bit, just a little bit, but yeah. that's okay. It's fine. That's the way these, these things go. That's right. It's all sorts of fun, you know. Uh, the uh, Sean William Scott is in this movie as well. Oh, Stifler. Stifler, yeah. He, uh, he had another movie on Amazon Prime, The Dev. I don't know what exactly it was. How it was called? He's a bank robber. He's going to put on a rave mm. next to a bank to rob it. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. And then it was a double cross of a double cross that then. Oh, you got to love the double, double, double cross. I, uh, I'm blown. Yeah, I was just like, I get it. Uh, he lives happily ever after. Like, I don't, okay. I don't know what the fuck's going on. No one has any money. It's not like the end of office space. Got the guy sitting down, just being like, yes, I'm on the beach. <laughs> you know what was a nice little surprise on Amazon was uh, Spencer Confidential. Have you seen that yet? No. That's the Mark Wahlberg one on uh, that just dropped on Netflix. Basically, he's a, a cop that went to prison for something that he didn't really do. It's Is it good? It's good. Nice. Highly, highly enjoyable. All right, I'll check it out. Spencer Confidential. Uh, I'm supposed to review some movie. They're gonna be, they're gonna listen to this one and be like, yeah, for sure, review our movie. No, let's give you the password. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, it is um. Yeah, it's like my family together, and then we kill each other. I don't know. It's very aggressive. Let me see here if I can figure out. They're probably not gonna like that I'm mentioning it this way. Folks, I love you guys, and I'm really excited to talk over your movie about you with your movie. I think that's going to be the fun part of the movie. Um, <laughs> it's a movie about surviving isolation with your family and losing your fucking mind. Oh, that sounds like what everybody's doing right now. Yeah, we're looking to give it a proper release May 5th, despite no longer being able to roll out in theaters. Bada boom, bada bang. Mother's Little Helpers. Hmm. There you go. So, hey, Mother's Little Helpers is coming out May 5th. It's about that Mother's Amazon or? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I would hope uh, Amazon seems to be gobbling up some movies um, based on that thing that they're going to do a South by with some of their movies and everything else. So it's, you know, I think it's going pretty good. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Netflix has, I think, a better movie selection especially on the documentary side. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, every fucking week, did you, you know, it's just something. I'm just like, holy shit. Well, they just, they won with Tiger King. They just won. Like, the challenge was over. Yeah. And then it's just, and the, but then they just had the, the B squad's really good. That opioid epidemic one. Did you see that? I haven't seen that one yet. So mm -hmm. there is a gal who was a chemist at uh at the um you know uh the um oh yes i know which one you're talking about yeah she, yeah Forensics. i do uh what the hell do they actually call that one and she was um and there she was she was just doing meth all day long so she yeah. could do more cases it was like uh something cover up or something like that but yeah <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about that's on my list for sure oh dude it's so fucking weird and they're just like dude fucking Tuts over here. She is really knocking it out of the park. 
so much better than everybody else. It's amazing. It's amazing how much she had to use to test it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the... I mean, I'm just it's a lot, but she does get a lot of convictions. And I like that drug. The results speak for themselves. I don't know that we have to... Uh, I don't know how do I put this. I don't think we have to overturn all those convictions. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like she got some of them right. You know, we, we need to burn through that for sure. We, you know what we burned through was uh, McMillions. Dude, that was legit. Oh, my God. Um, that FBI agent was fucking hilarious. The guy was amazing. I don't know. I, I don't think there's many FBI agents like that guy that was in that documentary. No way. But that guy is one of my heroes. Dude, that guy is like, I'm like, all right, if I get to get arrested with the FBI, I want him to be there. Oh, no doubt. No, he can cuff me up for sure. Yeah. Wear his gold jacket. <laughs> they rolled it with. When he was, when he just like how he got him. Gotcha. And he's just, I mean, he's just, dude, he's such an interesting character. Yeah, no, that. To me, it was like that was the guy who was like the class clown and then made it in the, into the FBI Academy somehow. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it, I'm not changing. All you stiffs can be FBI. I'm going to be this kind of FBI. That's the guy I want arresting me for sure. A hundred percent. He's at least you're, <laughs> you're like, all right, let's have some fun. That's the McMillions guy. You got it. Well, you well, I feel like when I get out, I can call him and be like, hey, man, want to go have a beer? Mm-hmm. You know? And he's down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there was um there was one show that I was watching. Uh what the hell was it? It wasn't uh I think oh it was McMillions, where um at the end the FBI agent and the uh one of the guys are friends. From that he was investigating? Yeah. Yeah, one of them was, uh, yeah, they like ended up being like one of the investigators and one of the guys who was laundering the money. They're like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was coffee. Just, it, was, it was crazy that it went as deep as it was for McDonald's. Oh, I mean, my brother had been telling, it was funny because my brother had been telling us to watch it and watch it and watch it. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then, you know, we had nothing else to do. It was sitting around the house. We're like, yeah, let's watch it. It was amazing how deep it went. And the, I don't know. It's the amount of the amount of people making money on one little game was insane. Yeah, that was that part was crazy. There's um, you know, it's 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 interesting the the depth that 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 went, and yet you know it was just because of a one little mistake that they uh, they got caught, right? So you got to think. I mean. That wasn't that sophisticated. That became luck, right? That just happened to be luck. Yeah, hundred percent luck. Hundred percent luck. You know, like it all started off with the guy who had access. You know, and from there he just he knew one guy to get to get you know the the pieces over to. Yeah. And from there, it just off. Oh, it was crazy how it worked out. Just one time. So it was, you know, I mean, you look at things like that, and you're like, God bless, man. I can't. I mean. There's got to be way more complex stuff going on uh, that uh, it'll, um, you know, it, they're, they're not catching any of it. They don't. Oh, yeah. No clue. 
but it also makes me think like every time we go to Safeway and they're like, hey, are you playing the Monopoly game? Like, I'm trying to figure out who's actually winning in this game. Like, no, I'm uh, playing because <laughs> no one, because those are the jankiest pieces ever put together. They're perforated paper, they're not sealed to anything. It's just you can poke, peek inside of them. The only reason I take them is because my kid's like ripping them apart and seeing what's in them. Nice. We have. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I go to like we go to uh, like the HEB is the one out here, and good food, good stuff. So nice, man. Just roll in there, and they give my, my daughter buddy bucks, and all it does is it's just the little wheel, like the wheel of fortune, and you're uh-huh. either instant winner or you got to get like I don't know, something like five thousand points, and it spits them out in one, two, five, ten, twenty, and fifty. And then there's instant you winners. Save up and what? Yeah, you gotta like save them up. They give you a sticker book. This whole fucking scam, you know, uh, not that popular now, but months back, real popular. Mm-hmm. And uh, she gets an instant winner, and she just makes her fucking day. She's like, "Man, I got gum. I'm an instant winner." Walks over, and it's amazing what you can give a kid at first. You just give them a, you know, the thing that says instant winner. They gave her a placemat. She's like, damn, right, I got a placemat. Fucking awesome placemat. <laughs> <laughs> it was like going to uh going to Damon Busters, right? Mm-hmm. And he spent uh, uh so we took we took my older son for his birthday and he had one friend. And then uh we bought we put like a hundred dollars on each card and just let them go. You know, and, I think we gave them like three hours to go burn through it, and they burned through it in like an hour and a half. And uh, dude, and then after all that, then we had to go shopping in their little crappy store, where it's like everything is way overpriced for tickets. And I'm like, all right, we spent a hundred dollars. What are you guys getting? And it's like, oh, we got some gum. We got uh, a couple balls that we're gonna throw away after a few times playing with them. And we got this and that. And that was about it. Amazing what kids are so happy with, but. Had I gone to the store and bought that for them and spent $3 on what they ended up walking out of Dave and Buster's with and gave it to them, they'd be like, the hell is this, Dad? Yeah. Why are you giving me this crap? But if they can spend two hours playing for this crap, then go pick it out themselves, they're so happy with it. It's amazing. Such a racket. Dude, kids are nuts, man. You're just like, you guys, come on, please. Let me help you. But it's, I mean, they're also, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I, uh, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a racket here, and Harper loves it, and so I was like, all right, perfect, man. That yeah, makes them happy. I love it. You know, at the end of the day, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty fucking awesome. So we should keep them around. My, my little one um, wants to be a knife maker. He wants to be a bladesmith. Really? Seven-year-old. Yeah. So um, right before the, you know, all this shit happened, we'd started watching Forge and Fire and we burnt through seven seasons of Forge and Fire, like every night, just watching it, watching it, watching it. Like even the point where my wife will walk in and she'll be like, oh, that's a very nice Damascus blade. Wow. (laughs) And she's like, I hate myself that I know. (laughs) (laughs) But so he, he, uh, he's very aware and he he wants to you know 
he wants to eat up and he wants to forge. So, and he'll he'll be going through like our scrap pile. Be like, Dad, can I make handle blade? Uh, you know, handles out of this. I'm like, yeah, we can find better stuff than that. Then I let him know about a month ago that on our property we actually have a blacksmith shop with a forge and a power hammer on it already. And he's like, Oh my god. Oh my god, I gotta go out there and see it. I'm like, it's been out there 20 years and you've never even paid attention to it. So I, <laughs> I walked him through it the other day and he's like, We gotta start making knives. We gotta start making knives. I want a blade. I wanna wanna do this. I wanna do that. I'm like, dude, it's so cool that he's interested in that kind of thing. And my my dad is actually like super juiced that he's into it because he wants to basically teach the next generation of you know how to work with steel and this and that. So it's super cool that he's into that kind of thing. Where my older son's like, oh, I want to play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> like I have built uh, quite a reputation in Fortnite. That, oh, yeah. That's really awesome. With the you know, it's the hands-on, uh, you know, the the men uh, that can manipulate metal, right, and understand how to build and connect and and the oh, yeah. power of those tools. I mean. In the good times and the bad, those are uh, those are things that are every day becoming more and more valued and more and more needed. Mm -hmm. It's uh, we were talking about. So when I left my job in December, they were having issues trying to just trying to find um, drivers because um, kids nowadays they're not going to get their licenses, and they're specifically not going to get their commercial licenses. They're not going to truck driving school. Um, they they want all the kids nowadays. They want to do IT or they want to do this or they want to do that. They don't want to actually do the commercial style jobs. So it's actually very hard to find people who want to do that kind of job um, and who have the qualifications to do it and do it well. Uh, so I think they said they're they're talking about like there's a fifty percent decline in applicants. Who actually have the qualifications to do any of those types of jobs? Just because kids nowadays don't do it, you know, they'd rather just Uber around and you know basically wait or wait for mom and dad to take them somewhere. So the kids that are interested in that kind of work or that kind of you know mentality basically have the mentality to do a job that is not sitting in an office behind a computer all day. Those kids should be, they should have a separate, basically like, I don't know, training or ROP style program. And they should have access to that. I, I don't know. I, I feel like we're going to lose a lot in the next coming years with these kids that don't have that kind of access to, to that kind of learning. Oh, I agree. I mean, and, and also just to see the, the benefits of, of that learning and, and what it brings is, is crucial, you know. Uh, people uh they don't i don't think they put the uh, enough weight on that um it is uh it's really really important you know to uh to understand how community comes together you know that you're not value is is dependent on what you need at the time right i mean mm -hmm. if you know you've got all the money in the world but glass is a is a high commodity and uh i break all your windows what does it matter if you can't replace your windows? Yep. 
So who replaces window? You know, now the window person is, is so it's it's about you know I think I think it's um, indicative of every uh, pandemic and everything else, right? It's about balance in some capacity. And what we're yeah, seeing, I mean, right you, you basically just sat here and before we start talking, you sat here and stared at me for about five minutes while I was trying to figure out audio. My wife had to come do it for me because I've never owned a laptop, I've never owned an iPad, I have a phone. I know how it worked out okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent my life behind a truck and, and a welding machine. So yeah, it's a different, it's a different style of learning. And um, you know, not everybody has it. So. Yeah, I, you know, I think we need to embrace it more though. And, and uh, have, you know, kids the opportunity. I mean, how many schools still have shop classes? I mean, I, oh, absolutely. I I learned quick. I'm not good with power tools in shop class. Every teacher learned quick. I wasn't good. <laughs> but I had to take two, I had to like take two semesters of it, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was tough, but you do your best and, you know, you, uh, you work hard and all that jazz. So I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, everybody's I just, different. everyone's different, but at the same time, I mean, I know what, I know how to do stuff. You know, uh, and I think that I think those I think those things are important. Um, and I get I I, uh, I think it, it always weirds me out when I hear about you know new cars or they don't have a stick shift or you know it's just <laughs> you know, it's, yeah I mean it would be it would be interesting to take a group of teenagers and see how many could actually drive a stick these days. Yeah, and there's just something like visceral about it i was talking to some people about this you know it's just that that texture of life that we're slowly just kind of brushing away for falsified convenience and speed i mean it's it's such a weird thing to me it's just it's so crazy because i'm like all right well you have a car that has 600 horsepower but it's an automatic so do you have a car? You at least you have to have a triptonic shifter on that to be able to shift the, the automatic. I mean, something, right? It's just, you know, understanding how to drive through the woods, you know, um, navigate and get lost and get back. It's just little things. It's, uh, it makes, it, I think those things uh, are highlighted in a time like this, right? Where it's uncertain times and you know i think i think people are overvaluing some things and i i don't want to sound callous um, i think everybody has value obviously but you know these things where it's like how much do you appreciate teachers now and it's like it's not that i had a lack of appreciation for teachers ever uh, but i'm doing my job and their job now exactly so no i always I mean, appreciate teachers I, you know, I never wanted to do that job yeah, however, I'd still like them to do their job. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not. And they're just like, the technology. And I'm like, really, you're teaching my kid technology. So that's fucking hilarious with your oops technology shit. Um, what, what grade is Harper in? She's first grade. First grade. Yeah. So, so Grayson's in the second grade. So kind of in the same boat there. It's yeah. Still, still easily, still able to do work with them but still shouldn't have to. 
yeah you know it's uh yeah it's one of those things but that uh you know um and so that's a frustrating one for me during this time and then i think there's also you know what uh, you're just i i get overwhelmed by the uh by the media like i, I wish we could have a you know as businesses are shutting down or having to shut down if you want some of that to stop and you want people to reconnect even more turn off the news for seven days you know it's just mm -hmm. it's like they were told the last three years that the uh, long-form news podcasts and the the rogan interviews and everything was uh, just eating up so many more ears and eyeballs than they you know than they could ever grab i mean rogan does more than all the news stations put together oh yeah and yeah, animal you know a, pa a pandemic comes along and what they do they're like hey you know hold my corona here you go and they just turn it into this money grab and this mind share grab of you know to don't panic uh learn and they've just it's just it's craziness man it's so weird to me it's such a gross thing they always tell you about the deaths they're never like hey this is how many people have survived yeah exactly right. you know and i, and I don't i don't want to i would never want to make light of, of anyone losing a loved one in any way shape or form during this time but I just remind people it's not, I don't think we have to, or we should live in a, in an A or B. Uh, I think there's multiple solutions and, and I think you have to look at solutions that have short, you know, look at the short and long-term impacts. I mean, people going hungry, people missing meetings, you know, all those things we talked about, but it's, it is impactful. And I think that um, the, uh, the quick and aggressive decision making sometimes which can be celebrated right we've got generations seeing that as a as a solution versus options and reasoning and why and uh that, it's going to be interesting to see how this generation of kids comes out it really is washing hands how they greet one another you know we joke about cars but think about social interaction how much that could change for you know, for our kids based on what's happening now. You know, what's really scary is all these kids are going to be running the country and we're homeschooling them right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck is that? Science. <laughs> She's like, what's for science today? <clears throat> Dad's making pancakes. Come over here. Nachos. <laughs> this is the science. Dude, it's just the mentos and soda cheap ass <laughs> today we're all right kids today we're going to play with velocity we're going to see if the uh ar-15 shoots faster than the uh the m16 or the m4 which one which one's better <laughs> <laughs> i was looking at one of those uh j2s uh semi-automatic 12 gauges yeah with uh i think it's got an eight round clip so it holds nine are you a, are you a gun guy yeah yeah but uh two two forty three two seventy three hundred h and h uh two twenty three now twelve nice yeah isn't that like a prerequisite to get in texas is and, and montana 
Yeah, Montana was for me. I mean, I had, I had, we had those because, um, well, my grandfather gave me a, uh, my dad gave me a 22, and then my grandfather gave me a 30 out six. And then I got the 243, the 223, and the 300 was just, my dad would go um, bear hunting with a bow, and I was the side piece in case he missed. Or, you were the, in case the bow didn't stop, or in case the arrow didn't stop him. Yep. 300 H and H will. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> It'll lock it <laughs> right down. <laughs> and they will not, you're not, you're not saving that rug. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, it's, it's a mess now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, those were, and you had to take care of them and do all this stuff. And you know, it's, I don't think people realize that and they're getting all these guns and problem is, is you're going to go to protect your home in two years and you never have touched it or cleaned it or. Yeah. But they got it. They got it. I mean, they got it. Don't know how to use it. Never been to a range with it, but I got it. Yep. <laughs> Terrifying. What What's the, uh, is there a, is there a waiting period in Texas or do you no. basically walk in, walk out? Walk in, walk out. Yeah. We, we get to go in, peruse the shelves, pick which one we like, and then wait 10 days and go back and get it. Damn. Yeah. What is your uh, preference? So you your you really preference. have to, um, So I carry, well, I used to carry Glock. I, I love my little Glock. Um, I have an AR. And I have a shoddy just for around the house. Yeah. But I used to, so I used to work in Oakland uh, and I would be there at three in the morning. And oh, shit. one of the, and in the ghetto, like really bad part of Oakland. Um, some guy walked up into my yard and tried to rob me. And I pulled a knife on him, sent him away. And then I was talking to my boss. I'm like, hey, so about this, he goes, I carry a gun when I come in. I can't tell you what you're going to do. I'm like, okay. Okay. So I need Message it. received. <laughs> so, so, you know, I started carrying my Glock. And, you know, by about six in the morning, I'd put it away and put it back in the case. So I carry it every day. Um, but, yeah, I love that little gun. Great gun. I, I prefer that over anything else. It's a solid. That's a, that's a solid piece of machinery. I mean, it really is. My um, my dad had a 357. He had a 22 pistol, uh, and I want to say he had a 44. But the uh, the uh, the 223 was always my favorite, and the the two. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I love. I have a Sig AR. It is a badass gun. I love that they're gun. they're fun. It's got man. attachments on everything. It's, it looks like. It's the equivalent of uh, some guy going to Pet Boys and throwing all kinds of shit on their truck. Mm -hmm. you know, I've got, I got scopes, I've got side scopes, I've got bipod, I've got everything on it. it, it nice. That gun is heavy as hell. It's not a carrying gun. You set that down on the stand and you just go plinking. You're like, come take a break. Hold on. Thank you very much. And then I got Get the little Mossberg 500 shoddy that, with the short barrel for around the house. It's great pump. So Oh yeah, the old pump. So we we run drills. Like I'll uh, I'll go bang on the door and 
see how long it takes for my wife to come to the door and rack it. So. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> nice. It's important for everyone in the house to know how to use it. It's true, man. It's true. It's not, uh, you know, you got to, uh, but I'll tell you what, that Mossberg, man, that's such a, such a beautiful sound. Such a beautiful oh, yeah. sound. Oh, yeah. Crack. Oh. We have a, we keep the short barrel on it and the pistol grip on it for around the house. So good times around the house. Hell yeah. And then lately, the, the last two months, uh, we've just been plinking in the backyard with a BB gun. My kids are getting better than I am. Really? Oh, yeah. You got the old Red Rider BB gun, and my 12 year old is a fucking dead eye. What? I, I barely beat him. So he, he, he walked up. I got home from work. He walked up to me. He goes, Dad, $5. Whoever hits more small targets in 10 shots. I was actually scared after he went. But I beat him. <laughs> Just barely beat him. <laughs> and I took his money. <laughs> beat him, and, uh, and I taught him a lesson. You let that part out. I beat him. Exactly. And I taught him a lesson. You don't. <laughs> that kid, I think he pretty much does the schoolwork and then he just goes shooting all day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> just, I'm going to beat him. I'm going to get him one day. I swear to God, it's going to be a disrespectful picture. <laughs> I mean, he's got me. I come home and he's like, can we make this kind of stand for the target and can we put it up here? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So let's just keep making targets all over the place. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. That's those, I mean, those are the, you know, these are, those are the good parts about this, right? Is, is that time spent and oh yeah, getting able to do that, that, that crazy shit. I was uh, with uh, my daughter and we're just hanging out and um, it's just, dude, we're, I'm just trying to just do other random stuff. She's like, what, what's math today? I'm like, we're going to play Uno. And she's like, huh? I'm like, yeah, that's math today. We're playing Uno. Just hang out, play a couple games of Uno, and we have this. We have these cards that with the new Uno, they're blank. So you, she, she wrote in what she wanted. Oh, so one of them, yeah, you have to fill in the blanks. Yeah, she's like one's like draw ten, and dude, she gets that draw ten and she starts laughing. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> it's a good card, really, <laughs> such a good card. <laughs> and you're like play it and she'll have a yellow because she'll ask for it and then as she does the yellow dude then it's just it's like then uh she um then she'll throw it on the draw 10 she'll make you draw 10 and then you're like what color would you like and she'll go yellow <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> next week strategy but this week, it's just math. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was just all that, about that, that kind of gets me thinking, maybe we should be playing blackjack with our kids. Exactly, dude. Start playing. Play, counting. Yeah, play a little blackjack. Uh, you know, you can have a lot of fun with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, those, are the, uh, those, but those are the good sides of this, that, you know, just having fun. And, oh, man, we've spent more time out on the around the fire pit just watching tv outside than we yeah. ever have because it's just you know s'mores and beers and the kids are drinking we don't we rarely oh let me preface this we barely gave them soda before any of this happened mm-hmm. or happened and and now we're like oh you want some sprite how about root beer floats what are we doing tonight <laughs> i mean it's changed a lot um like with our 12 year old i would say 
the fir- after the first week, um, he was really missing his friends. And mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> gave him his phone back so he could text. He's on Discord talking to his friends. And then we let him start playing Fortnite. That that was always like a touchy one for us because I know what kind of people are out there playing. Um, so we, we'd let him play Fortnite. That's a lot of changes that's happened in our family in the last month, just um, in the way we do things and the way what we let our kids get away with. Um, not get away with, but what we let them do now compared to what we used to let them do. Yeah. But, it goes with bedtimes too, you know. Like all of a sudden it'll be at ten o'clock and be like, "Oh shit, you guys got to go to bed. You can't just hang out all night." <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Like my daughter gets pissed because you know our neighbors are like, they're like, "Yeah, let's just hang out a little bit later." And at like uh, seven thirty, she's got to be in bed. She she hears them outside playing, and they're yeah. like swing, and she's like, "I'm so." I'm like, "Go to bed." I don't have you guys sticking to it, huh? Sticking to that one, but like not stick like dude, I went way overboard with Easter. I filled up with candies. That's multiple. So at least two candies in each. Sometimes five, sometimes twelve. Eighty seven Easter eggs. Holy shit for one kid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she can't have anybody over. I felt really bad. I really, so I wanted. But then are you gonna let? Here's the thing: like, are you gonna let her sit there and eat all the candy? No, I made her give it away to her friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the joy of getting it all, and then be like, we gotta give it away. Sharing is caring, and don't you think it's uh, you know your friends? <laughs> Obviously, the Easter Bunny likes you way more than anybody else. You're very popular. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I can't laugh. We we kind of did the same thing. We went, we went overboard with the eggs. But, so like the ones that didn't have, we, we would put a couple of candies in them, but then we would, I, would, I was basically just going through our coin jar and just throwing coins. So when my, uh, when my kids started counting all the money that they got, it was like, huh. My wife looked at me and she goes, Cooper's got like 20 bucks. <laughs> you gave away so much goddamn money. What are you doing? Like, it's the pandemic. What do you want me to do? Yeah, it's changed. <laughs> like, but yeah. where, like, where are they going to send it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know. Listen, is it under this later? Is it under this Technically, <laughs> It's kind of ours, right? So it doesn't have any money. Exactly. I'm like, we can always get it back. It's fine. They'll never know. Never. <laughs> My daughter was like, I put money in her piggy bank, and she comes out one day and it's like, I have $87 in my piggy bank. I'm like, that's how much I have in there? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, my kids know. My kids. Uh, so we we do chore check. Have you ever heard of chore check? Oh yeah. So we do chore check where they each have their own little Mastercard, and uh, so they you know like one of them uh, Coop's got to scoop the poop and on Saturdays before the gardeners get here, he gets five bucks. It goes straight to his card. He knows how exactly how much he has on that card. Yeah. And then nice. the little one, the little one, I think he came up to me the other day. He goes, I got $212 in my piggy bank. I'm like, God, um, well, let's go shopping. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that needs a new saw. Let's do this. That's right. Let's <laughs> make something cool with it. Promise you. Huh? Yeah. A little first yeah, place I mean, trophy. That's, that's half of a propane forge. Let's do this. We can start making knives right now. <laughs> Come on now. Where's your commitment? Let's get it done. 
Let's get it done. Yeah, dude, it's uh, there's you know there's some there's some fun some fun shit happens with it. That's for that's for damn sure. Which is there has been some good stuff coming out of this. I I will say that there's been like, a lot and, of there's been a lot of good times around the house. Yeah, you know a lot a lot of laughter, and I'll tell you what, there's going to be a, a lot of funny funny stories coming out of of this, and I, I and I and I really don't say that lightly. I mean, I you know I think people are gonna it's gonna um, it's gonna change. I mean, you know, in in a good way. I think there's going to be more communication, which you know we we're alluding to with your friends at the beginning there that you're mm-hmm. reconnecting with. I think we're going to value that personal um, interpersonal communication so much more. And I don't know how you can't. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like after this, every time I see my like one of my good friends, it's just gonna be like a long hug, like like awkwardly long. Like yeah. it should have been over like a minute ago, and you're still just hugging. Yep. You know, I uh, make it up for lost time. You know, and you just did that. I think the value in that, and uh, the value in um, and just you know, uh, understanding what what we need and and who we're around, and the the little luxuries. You know, it's a uh, that um, that we you know we think. Uh, we live well. No, I mean, the perception of freedom is here, but it can very easily be taken away as well uh, with a stroke of a pen because of oh, yeah. declaring a pandemic or a national disaster or whatever. And it's uh, it's important for us to uh, to recognize that. You know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that in a, in a in a being controlled way, but I'm saying that in a uh, more of a we need to protect what we value. And yeah. I, think, I don't think we've done that very well as of late. Here's here's a question I always ask people when I'm talking about this kind of thing is, are we at a point where this is going to be a yearly thing? Like now it's COVID-22, COVID-21. Like, is this going to, it's hard not to think about the future and be like, well, COVID-19 wasn't as bad as COVID-20. Like, where do we go from here? Or is this kind of like a abnormal somebody decided to fuck around and throw out some 19 and we're not going to see it again for another 10 to 15 years or longer? Uh, I mean, I think we're going to see them more. I think that we are going to be uh, better prepared. And what I mean by prepared is understanding distribution as well as without having to shut things down. I mean, think of you know, there's already isolation, right, for people who have it, and there's isolation for people with weak immune systems and elderly, or should be, right? Mm-hmm. What if you didn't shut everything down, but um, instead you, I don't know, put them all up in really nice hotels and let them get room service and cover their bills? It would have been a lot less than $2 trillion, and the economy yeah. would have stayed open, and it would have ended much faster right and so you know it's just it's like is that the perfect answer either no but it's you know i think we're going to figure those things out that there's hopefully as more stuff comes around we're going to have better answers and better uh, solutions if you will um, I, I think there's also a learning curve right like basically china and italy went through this shit first and we weren't really taking it seriously they're like, uh, oh, fuck that, it's their problem. 
And then, so now if something like this happens, everybody basically battens down the hatches, basically, I don't know, to glove up and take things a little bit more seriously than we did. Yeah, I mean, take our health more seriously and take cleanliness more seriously. And, you know, it's, uh, and uh, take uh, the responsibility and look at how our community responds to things and, and take those things more seriously. You know, um, think about the people that are taking advantage of the situation and, and think about how you spend your money more seriously. Like, I think there's a lot that really can come out of this that will, uh, that could change for, for the better in, in, in a lot of long-term ways as well that, you know, could really, really be great for everybody. Yeah. You know, and hopefully it will be, you know, I mean, this is, uh, it's going to happen. It's obviously going to happen again. You know, uh, like I said, I, you know, I hope responses are adjusted. And um, I think we're going to become more resilient. We're going to understand. I mean, think of all the pushback that's happening right now across the U.S., right? You can't as far as like in Minnesota. People just wanted to be out and in and do social again. Yeah, I mean in Minnesota, right? They were uh, they bombarded the governor's mansion, and were just honking their horns, driving around the mansion, honking their horns. So you know, you think about all of that, all of that nonsense going on. Those are the people that are courageous enough to step out. Then think of the layer back of the people who are mad, but they just maybe they can't afford to do that, or there's you know something impeding them. Dude, that takeoff, you try to wrap this up in another six months and do this again, or try to make this a seasonal thing that happens in this country. Those people it, it's insane to think about months. that, right? Yeah. Those like, people, it, would, it would basically take over. Like you, you couldn't have a a new there we go back to the new normal like the new normal would be basically being scared all the time yeah yeah and i don't think that you know you i think people also have to understand that there's a narrative woven into our dna you can do anything pick yourself up at the bootstraps uh it's you know it's not a problem that more perseverance and work can't can't solve you know, it's not always talent. And that's been a part of this country for a very long time, long before Christopher Columbus came over. I mean, the, you know, the Native Americans that lived here because that you know, followed the buffalo and blazed trails and knew when to cross the Rockies. I mean, there's just, that's in us. It's in us, it's in the ground here. And mo moments like this, we're reminded that that's in us because the thing that we're feeling right now is grief and that heaviness and that grief as it, as it weighs down on you, um, you know, that, that's a problem. And uh, in that problem, man, you, you're going to pop like a champagne bottle if you're not careful. Oh, yeah. Now that's, there's going to be a pop for sure because you can't keep doing this, man. It's just the, uh, the people are going to they'll, they'll protest more and more. There's a big protest going to happen in Austin here, and Austin's a very liberal city. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be protesting on uh, yeah tomorrow. Alex Jones will be down there. He's 
rallying up the people to open up the state more or were they protesting i think so yeah to open up the state more hmm. and there are some industries that got left out of all these bills and you know i mean there's a lot of stuff going on but yeah they're gonna uh, they'll work on it to open the state more they're uh they will um you know they'll figure something out it'll all work out but <clears throat> yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just hoping for the future that we can it's not an annual thing that we do this no we need we need to keep our annual things to uh super bowl mardi gras <laughs> st patrick's day yeah st patty's day oh my god i miss st patty's day this year dude everybody did it was horrible we we went out the weekend before st patty's day mm -hmm. we went to my buddy's house up in rockland there was five of us um we stayed at his house that night, but we went out to the bars on that Saturday before St. Patty's Day, and we kind of did it up. It was kind of like a, bars are still open, we're not scared, we hit a couple breweries, had some dinner, and then went to the diviest dive bar in the world. Nice. And uh, had a great time. And then I woke up halfway through the night, I looked, and my buddy who had started sleeping in the bed across the room was now sharing a pillow with me <laughs> closed my eyes and went back to sleep he was still there <laughs> we woke up the next morning but uh yeah i, I miss saint patty's day it's one of my favorite days Dude, and, yeah, uh, yeah you know i don't know what needs to happen next year if it's just like saint patty's day mardi gras valentine's day we just need to make like one big ass day and everybody just gets fucked up for three days they're going to call that the Super Bowl. I mean, like, it just happened. Crazy, crazy yeah. people. And we'll look what Dana White's doing, man. He's buying Fuck Island, and he's just going to fly out there. And, oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Do UFCs on just private islands? So does you, is UFC now going to just be, like, to the death? I would assume so. I mean, No, I no laws what, anymore, right? It's just like, uh, well, he lost, he died. Yeah. Next. Next. Yeah, it's so, like gladiator style. Dude, that'd be the, yeah. I mean, it's not far away. Listen, if you're going out in international waters that you can fight. It's like Death Race. Yeah. The movie death Race. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. 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 Death Race 3, not as good. Yeah, they think another some... stretching at that point. Yeah, it's, there's still the race. <laughs> Legit. That's a he's, good movie. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's a lot of fun. Uh, you know what? We, we're, this is one of my favorite things about this is we, I mean, we didn't even touch the movie. We just caught up and got a chat and bullshit. Is it over? It's over. Oh. It's been over for like 10 minutes. <laughs> over for 10 minutes, man. But it's one of my favorite things because it's just like, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, sometimes it's just good to have a conversation. The movie's out in the background. It's just good to have a conversation. Just share silly stories and Get a little serious and then not so serious and just have fun, man. I mean, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, it's man. Great time. Really a lot of fun. I, uh, let me see here. I don't know how I get back to where I'm supposed to be. I see your picture. Oh, what if I stop the share? There's technology for me. There you are. <laughs> but no, man, uh, this was great. This was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we got to do this. Um, we'll keep, uh, you know, 
plugging away and working hard. And if uh, there's anything we can ever do, let us know. But uh, give the family the best. And, and thanks so much for the time, man. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on again. It was great. Had a great time. And uh, always look forward to talking to you. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. And you're, you're welcome anytime, my friend. Anytime. Be good. All right. All right you too. Bye. Take care. Take care.